you all day long in our thoughts, meditate on your word, and think about how awesome it is to have it. God, to think about you and your love. Think about how you died for us. And God, it's not just the thoughts, it's the fact that you're living inside of us and we can experience you and you guide us and you talk to us and you comfort us and you give us peace. And Lord, I just pray that right now that uh, you give me the words to say. God, that you would prepare hearts to hear the words that you would have to say. Uh, Father, I pray that you would get glory from everything that is said tonight and done. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you would guide me even now uh, as I speak. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, so, Kenny asked me to, to speak. Uh, we're actually going to be doing like a little uh, tag team thing uh, tonight. Uh, but he asked me to speak first, and uh, I told him I didn't really know what to say, so um, here I go. Um, so, uh, it's, a, it's a bittersweet moment. Um, I'm not really good at beating around the bush. So, um, but it's a really bittersweet moment uh, for me. Uh, I've been at Simple Church uh, now for uh, going on four years, I believe. Um, and we start, I started out in the old building. Uh, I remember the first time I preached, and uh, I wasn't even a youth pastor. Uh, I was scared to death, and um, God gave me the words, and I knew this was where I was supposed to be. And the very next time I went up there, uh, I thought I was good. And I wasn't, and uh, I realized I didn't have any words to say, and he wasn't giving them to me that time uh, because I was uh, full of something, uh, not pride, because I'm never prideful, but um, I'm just kidding. But I, I remember having to take my jacket off, and it was two degrees outside, and I was sweating to death because I didn't have any words to say, and I didn't know what to do. felt like running off the stage and covering my head as I did so. But um, anyways... Um, this past Sunday, we had a leadership meeting, and um, God had been speaking to me um, for a while um, in my own heart, and I had only spoken to Kylie about it, um, but when we had the meeting, um, the leadership team came to me full of grace and humility, and um, God had put it on my heart, and I, I'm not the type of person to have something to tell you and not be able to tell you because... If not, I'm either going to be really silent and awkward or um, I'm just going to slip up and say it. So I, I just choose to, I can't lie, so I'm not very good at it. So I just decided, um, and I would tell them then, and um, I think that, that God is leading me to uh, a different path in life. Um, not that I'm uh, leaving the church because I'm not. Uh, in fact, I wanted to to tell all of you guys this up here because I wanted to make sure that the reason was very clear. Um, but uh, I decided to, to step down uh, as your youth pastor. Um, it's because I feel like God is leading me to do something else. And, uh, and to be honest, I don't know what that looks like because now my monthly budget is coming in a little short. Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just to make a lot of the situation, that was supposed to be funny. Um, uh, but I don't know how I'm going to make extra money, but hey, it's all good. 
the fact is, is that um, I guess students, since y'all are my kids still, um, what can you take away from this? Um, I don't really know other than the fact that God's going to lead you, lead you to different places, different times of your life. Um, four years ago, I was supposed to be a youth pastor. Now, I'm supposed to be something else. Um, I don't really know how else to say it, but it's bittersweet because um, the fact is, is I didn't want to, I didn't want this to happen. And uh, every time Kenny spoke about I don't want you to stay here. I want you to go somewhere else. And, you know, like, I don't want people of Simple Church to stay here and inflate, you know, the building and make it, let's build onto a bigger building and get bigger this and bigger that and, you know, keep building and building and building. Because um, the truth is there's always limits. It doesn't matter if you your church is the size 100,000, you know, in a football field. At, at some point, there's going to be a limit. And at some point, only... You know, one man can only do so so much, you know. So uh, the point is, is that, you know, we're supposed to leave. Um, we're supposed to take the truth to other places. But um, every time he said that, I felt like this uh, thing in the back of my heart that, that one day that was going to be me. And I said, no, it's not because I'm loyal and I want to stay and I want to serve and I want to do what I'm supposed to do here and you know, I want to be faithful and committed to the end. You know, that's how it's just my personality coming out. But God had to humble me and say, well, you know, through that, it's so weird. Uh, when Kenny started this church, he went through the book of Nehemiah, and it was like, it was like his life, like, laid out. And I didn't realize that starting this new series, or starting the series New Wine, uh, or in the crushing from that song, New Wine, um, says, make me your vessel, make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. And I've seen that with all of my heart, and it stirred my heart um, to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. And um, so, yeah. Um, I don't really know what else to say. I, I really feel like that um, you guys know my heart, and you know that I love you all. And that, you know, I still have the same cell phone number I've had since uh, I was 12. So you can always text me and you can always call me. And, um, but I, I, I too, uh, before I forget, I want to clear up anything. Um, I'm not leaving because I disagree with leadership. Uh, I'm not leaving to do something, you know, I'm doing my own thing. Uh, I'm not leaving for any other reason besides the fact that I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me to a different place, me and my wife and child, because uh, it's not just me. Um, but I, I don't want any rumors being spread that I disagree with anything or, or that I'm leaving because I wanted to do whatever. I don't want any negative stuff coming out of me uh, stepping down and not going, you know, because... You're supposed to, as a youth pastor, step down and go take another youth pastor job, right? One that's better or God's leading you to this church or whatever. Not not doing that. Um, not going to another church to be another church's youth pastor. Um, not doing any of that. Uh, it's just that I feel like God's leading me and I feel like I have to go. That's the bottom line. Um, so...
Uh, but students, I wanted you to know that the hardest part about it was uh, not giving you up, but like taking a, a step away and, you know, not being a direct part of your life as far as church goes. Um, because I, le- I love each and every one of you individually um, as your own person, unique person, your own personality. I know each and every one of you very well. And um, uh, I've really enjoyed watching you grow. And this past summer camp, um, I really, I really felt like it was looking back, you know, this past week that it was a a good note to end on, so to speak, because I didn't realize it was going to be the end note, but um, it was. And uh, I enjoyed it very much. And I've I've enjoyed every single moment with you guys, and I love you very much. And uh, I'm still here if you need me, because uh, I'm still your brother in Christ. Um, I can still um, bear your burden. That's what we're supposed to do, right? It doesn't matter if I'm halfway across the world. I'm still here to bear your burden and still be here to lead you. Um, and if you just need to talk, I'm here to listen. Um, but that's all I have to say, uh, Kenny, if you want to. Yeah, so if you'll give me just a sec, man, I'll try to be brief, but yeah, you may. So I don't know if you've noticed something about this place, but we're not typical, not ordinary. It stands to reason that when, uh, you know, somebody would step down from, uh, a particular ministry or something like that, that it would look different than what it would look in other churches. Um, you know, <laughs> just it doesn't surprise me at all that it would look very different, you know. Um, one of the things that the leadership and I said from the very beginning is that, um, number one, Keith, we're, we're not asking you to step down. We certainly, uh, that is not our intention. That is not what we desire. It's not what we hope for. But he said that's what God, he felt like God was calling him to do. And we had to respect that. We did. We said, took a lot of guts, a lot of courage to say that because I know he loves you guys so very much. He loves all of us so very much. And I know he wants to serve you. And the other thing we told him is that we hope and pray that he will not leave the church. You know, that there's no bad blood here. There's, I mean, <laughs> y'all don't understand. I don't think, uh, I know that Keith has talked about it before, but... Um, I've, I've raised Keith like a son in a lot of ways, you know. Um, I was there when he gave his life to Christ, and and I knew that God was calling him to preach his word. And I'm like, I I had such a deep connection with this man, and and I knew when God called him to Simple Church that, that he was the man to lead our students. I, I knew that. And, and he's, he's served you well, and he's done what God's called him to do. And now, as I've seen him grow spiritually and, and grow in his faith, man, to see him go, you know what? God's calling me to do this now. God's calling me to, to make a change, to, to move. You know, he, he even admitted, he said, I don't, he just told you. He said, I don't know exactly what that looks like, but God's calling me to a change. And uh, it was so such kind of a, a proud moment for me in a little way, in a little bit of a way because he exercised so much maturity in saying that 
And I was so proud of the man that he's become. And uh, I, I, I just, I want you guys to know that I, I love Keith very much. And uh, we have a very special bond. And I am so incredibly thankful for how he has served you guys, how he has been here and, and, and shared God's word. And he has done that faithfully. Um, that This man is very committed to the word of God. He inspires me in a lot of ways uh, in his commitment to the word. And uh, there, there's just so much I could say about Keith, but the thing I want him to hear me say more than anything else is that I love him and I, and I am so thankful for his commitment to the word. That is, uh, that's the biggest thing that I want you to hear tonight, Keith. And uh, I am thankful for you, how you've served our students. And I, I just, I felt like it was appropriate uh, to read from Second Timothy tonight. And to be honest with you, this is really to you. And this is Paul talking to Timothy, and he gives him a charge. And he just says this, Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true. For you know that you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive salvation that comes in trusting Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach, teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what to do, what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Jesus Christ who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom, preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Um, I fully believe that God has gifted this man with the ability to teach and to preach his word. And my prayer for him, uh, above all else, is that he would continue to do that. Um, one of the things that, that Keith uh, recently started to do is he used to he started to steal my Bible. <laughs> he liked the way that my he has a Bible just like this one, an NLT, but his is smaller, and uh, he his would just kind of like flop open. You know, it'd flop to one side or flop to that side. It wouldn't stay open when he would preach, so he started to use my Bible. So um, as an encouragement to him to keep on preaching God's Word, I got him a Bible just like the one I've got so that he would... Um, I do. I, I feel like God has called you to that, brother, and I, I, do, not, I do not want you to give up on that. Um, just like we've read, God's word is true. And uh, just be faithful to it. Um, I believe that God gives you the opportunities to speak, and I believe he'll continue to give you opportunities to speak. Um, 
It's, it's surreal for me to be standing here and, and talking about this man because uh, I knew him from a teenager, and uh, I had a connection with Keith just like Keith has with you guys. And, uh, and there was a time when I had to, to say goodbye. Uh, there was a time when I had to say, and, and my situation was a little different. I was, I was leaving to come and, and, and go away from the church and all of that, and it was a different situation, but I had to say goodbye, and it was a difficult thing for me to do because one of the things that you fear is that you're leaving a hole, right? That you're leaving a hole where you used to be, and, and you know, what, what's going to happen to that hole? Well, God is always faithful to fill in the gaps, and I, I want you to know this. This is a characteristic of God that all of us should know, and you should take this away tonight, is that if you're missing a father in your life, for example, when you come into the family of God, I see it so many times where God fills in that gap. Now, he may not give you necessarily what you think a father should look like, but he gives you something that you can latch on to to fulfill that characteristic that is missing in your life. Uh, or, or for me, for example, you know, we, we had a daughter that, that passed away. And, and uh, we still have Cassidy, who is our daughter. And, and I am so incredibly grateful for her and, and for her commitment to the Lord. But there's also a hole there with, with, with Kenneth, who passed away. And she has a hole left, too, because she had a sister. And, and what happens is, is that, that God fills in that hole. It's not the same. Understand, it's not the same as her having her sister here. But God does fill in that hole in a different way. And like God has given me, all of you guys, to fill in that hole in the same way God has given Cassidy, her, her group of friends here that she's sitting with tonight, to fill in that hole. And I want you to know, yes, as Keith steps away from the youth ministry here, that there will be a hole there, but, but God always fills in the gap. He always fills in the hole. And, 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 and Keith, he will forever be remembered for his faithfulness and what he has done and how he has served you faithfully. Um, and and it will be different the way God fills in that hole, but God always fills in the gap. So I don't want you to feel like that because Keith is not serving you in that capacity that there will be something that's lacking there. God is the one who is faithful. God is the one that called Keith to this. God is the one that is calling Keith away from this. Therefore, God will take care of you. And I, I just, I need you to know that. And when God called me to a different place, I was worried about the people I was leaving behind. But God took care of that. And God fills in. And he takes care of his people. That's the promise of God from the beginning. He said, I'm going to take care of you. If, if you'll let me be your God, if you'll be my people then I'm going to sustain you. I'm going to keep you going. I'm not letting you die out. And that was his promise to Abraham way, 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 thousands of years before Jesus. And here, Jesus comes onto the scene, and now we become the descendants of Abraham through Jesus, and God's word is still continuing on. It's not going to stop. There's not like, you know, something's going to crush the word of God. God's word is going to continue to go on. His promises are continuing to go on. His love for you is not going to stop. There's nothing that's going to be able to separate you from the love of God. So I want you to know that tonight. That yes, as Keith moves away from the youth ministry, it looks different. But also remember that God keeps you. And, and God's the one that's in control. So if God, 
He is working this thing out. He's going to work it out in your life too, okay? That's what I want you to hear tonight. Um, one thing I, I would like for us to do, if we can, um, I'll see, is it Kylie back there? Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I kept looking for Collins. I was like, she's not holding Collins. I would like for Kylie and Keith to come up here so we can pray for them. Um, and I, I just want us to, students, I want you to gather around Keith. Everybody else, gather around the students. We're going to pray for this family. This is how um, they started this ministry. So I, I feel it only fitting for this is how we, uh, we pray for them to move on to the next step in their lives. Just put a hand on somebody in front of you if you can. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for Keith and Kylie and just how you've used them in simple church. Lord, you brought them here. And you have guided them and they have listened to your Holy Spirit. God, each and every time Keith has gotten up here to speak, I know that your Holy Spirit has led him and he has been attentive to your Holy Spirit. And God, there is no doubt in my mind that right now as he, as he takes this new step in his life, as this whole family God, as they, they take a different direction, they, God, that they're listening to the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, as you lead, I pray that they would continue to listen. God, as, as the church, God, I pray that we would all, God, we'd follow your leadership and the leadership of the Holy Spirit as he guides us in the next step that we're supposed to take. God, I just pray that this family knows how thankful we are for them, for the way that they have served us, for the way they've served your kingdom, for the people who have come to know Christ as a result of their ministry. God, I just pray. God, you continue to use them. They continue to be faithful to you. And, Lord, that you would continue to receive glory from this family as they pursue you, God, as they pursue your will. Father, thank you so much for this family and what they have done and what they're going to continue to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen.